this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. They're all here. The divas, princes, and living legends you should be obsessed with. Sitting down with me. I'm David Goldberg. These are the luminaries. The comedian and angel Mark Stoll joins me to discuss his winning craft of sweetness and irony and his journey to creative and empathic expression. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Mark Stoll. Welcome to the podcast. David! <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This is the biggest treat I could ever have. I That's how I describe hanging out with you. It's just, <laughs> it's just a treat. It's just such a treat. I feel so held emotionally. <laughs> Same. Um, I usually, I usually before the episode, like write questions down. Mm-hmm. Um, yours, I just this is kind of what we have. <laughs> okay, um, amazing. Mark, empathy, uh-huh. Chuchi, <laughs> baby, <laughs> Minx, <Aww>. medication. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, keep. Is that it? Because I love lost twenties. Uh huh. Huge for me. Finding love. Yeah, that's what, okay. That's what we have. Mm-hmm. Other people usually have like kind of real sentences. Sure, sure, sure. That. But these are just the bullets, and I feel like we just kind of speak the same language, you know? <laughs> Thank you. You sprickety my lingity, so I, we're going to be great. I also love <laughs> Chuchi, and you've kind of introduced me to <laughs> Chuchi, but it uh, it feels so right. My little choochie. It's what my mom calls babe, like our niece and nephew, like they're uh-huh. the choochies. And now everyone in America who deserves it yeah. is a choochie. You have to be discerning with the choochies. <laughs> but yeah, it makes me think of like a Jewish or an Italian grandma with like a little choochie. Yes. Call, me, call me by the choochie. Call me by the choochie. <laughs> Maybe I'll try that out for I have a nephew coming. Right. And... Maybe he's a choochie. I mean, for sure he's a choochie, but yeah, we're we're gonna. F- and he loves Bernie. He loves Bernie. Yeah. He is a male feminist in utero right now. <laughs> yeah, he's he's already connected. To, yeah, to Gaia, to Gaia, to um, the zeitgeist, to the fu- he is the future, and the future is female. And <laughs> so far, you know. <laughs> It's going to be a boy, but who knows what that will turn into. So. And you're really close with your sisters. I am, yeah. I love that. Yeah, they're the best. Um, yeah, I have three sisters, Devin, Erin, Ellen. Shout out to them. <laughs> it's important to shout them out. They're like my – we're all best friends. They're like my biggest supporters. What do we got here? Um I got really fancy chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm depressed. Sorry, keep going. No, 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 no. This is great. They're really good. This, it, did it come in this um, velvet Can you case? <laughs> did you spend $500? I, I truly, I got off at Bryant Park today and I was like, mm. where 
I, I used to work here. I used to get off here every single day. I was like, I have no idea where I am yeah. in this country. I, I was because the winter village is there. And then I wandered into this chocolate shop, which mm. is like, who's going in there? Right. Because it's fully the end of January. So to have the winter village still still up and bustling. Right. Kind of. Um, I don't know who this is for. This is like for Mrs. Maisel. Or something. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there raspberry in here? Or what's up? I think it's green tea and like mango. It's okay. outrageous. May I? But beyond. Okay, great. They're, they're all for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I know. Why? That's delicious. It's really good. Wow. Okay. Go us. Decadent. Please. Indulge. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to ration it. Okay. So we were saying. So we were saying, um, you were just on. If I can reveal this, you were just on the podcast 1-800-LOVE, which I've been on as well. Yes, okay. Um, uh, a couple alums here. Alums here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how has the response been? The response has been, you know, um, quiet but strong. Um, mm-hmm. I did get, I would say the highlight is that um, a diamond ring emoji was slid into my DMs. <laughs> so I'm going on a date tonight with my proposee, okay. proposer. Okay. I'm the proposee, and um, we're going to the rest or like the bar restaurant that we talked about. I talked with the host on the podcast called Dynaco. Mm. I've never been, but apparently it's cozy. Oh, There's a fireplace. Right, right, right. Yeah. Mila was really like on it, right? Uh, Manning. Manning, oh, Manning was, was the one okay. who was. Uh, shout out to Manning. Okay, shout oh. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um,. I'm kind of I'm kind of on a dating spree right now, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, gay comedy is kind of like mm. a Pride and Prejudice sort of Age of Innocence <laughs> scenario of like you like come out in society. Yes, and I'm wondering what that's been like for you in terms of like being noticed, being seen, having connections, mm-hmm. setting boundaries. Yeah, yeah, it is like okay, the sharks smell new blood, the vultures yes. descend. <laughs> um, but it also, yeah, I try, I don't know. I always I always say, like, you know, you got to separate where you shit, where you eat, like, keep it professional, et cetera. But, like, if I want to hook up with someone bad enough in the scene, like, I'm going to do it. You live, <laughs> you live once. Um, you live once in Bushwick. You live once in Bushwick. You have one life in Bushwick. And <laughs> I don't know. It feels like a rite of passage and also, like, yeah, let's have some fun while we're here. Come on. And I also feel like everyone is comedy adjacent now. Yeah. I'm comedy adjacent. So it's like, how else do you meet people? Well, you're like the den mother of comedy. <laughs> you're just like above it all, kind of um, looking into your crystals, forecasting the future, um, anointing the next class, etc. So I wouldn't say adjacent for you. Um People get sorry. Yeah, I'm hot on the mic. You're fine. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Um, people get really upset when you call them comedy adjacent. I always neg one of my crushes, calling him comedy adjacent, and doesn't love it, but comes back for more. Um, I have a crush in the scene, and I'm like, I'm, I, I, I can't believe I'm doing this to myself again because is it him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a broken record. No, okay. no, no, no. I like to be kept up to date. I, I just, just, yeah. <laughs> I just can't believe it hasn't happened yet. Like, dangle the carrot, babe. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. I guess it's a train wreck. 
Oh, no, no, no. It's not him. It's another one with... Oh, another... Sorry, we're doing, like, the universal symbol for, like, he has a good body. Right. Okay. Well, like, more than that, like, just, like, a And nothing else. Bound. I know. No, it's not him, thank God. Okay. I think I've been liberated. Okay, cool. Finally. Cool. I don't know. Actually, I didn't do anything, so I'm safe, but... The spell's been broken. I guess I just feel like... It's like this bar mitzvah... Mm-hmm. Party panopticon where, like, if I have a crush on someone, every, like, person who's more successful than me already has had a crush on that person or hooked mm-hmm. up with that person. Mm-hmm. So I know that's bullshit. And that, that this is the universe being like, okay, bitch. Because I think in my head my whole <laughs> life I've always just, like, found a way to convince myself that someone's better than me. Yeah. Like, when I was younger, it was because they were older than me, they're better. Or mm-hmm. they have more money than me. Or they have a better career or a right. better body. And at some point it's like, okay, well— I think I'm, like, caught up. Yeah. Like, you've caught up. Can, you've, can we stop? You've done the time. Like, we're on equal footing. Enough. And also, like, I just don't... I mean, there is the thing where, like, you want to hook up with someone because they're successful. But that only... That's not real, you know? No. I feel like that's not real desire. Yeah. I, um, that isn't the case, I don't think. Yeah. Like, there's, like, that initial blip. But then you're like, wait, no. I don't actually want to fuck you. <laughs> like, I it'd know. be cool, but... Um, that's not the point here. So I don't know. You got to just, you got to just shoot your shot. But I know what you mean. Like the whole, the bar mitzvah vibe. It feels, it feels very high school Mm -hmm. in this, uh, queer comedy community, but that's like also the fun of it. I know. (laughs) If I may. Um, You can text a million girls anytime something happens. Yeah. 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 And yeah, there's always tea. There's always goss. Like it is a little... I wonder if it's, um, we're, what is it called when you're regressing a bit to be like, okay, everyone's in high school again. Like it's a who's who, but, um, I don't know. It's also like a fun sense of commune. I know it is fun. At Love Prism on Friday, Ben and I, Ben Leary, Mm -hmm. uh, previous luminary. Hey, Ben. At some point I was like, okay, I can't like talk with another comedian right now. It's like 2 a.m. And they played Winter Gordon, and I was like, okay, we're actually just going to dance right right now and not do, like, a postmodern, like, observation of the party that, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, I I need to actually just not be doing this. Yeah. But it was nice to be able to come in and out. Right, right, right. You have your, you have your girls that you can, uh, you can have the commentary, but also, you gotta just, you gotta dance. Thank you. That's why, I don't know, you gotta find, find the girls who are down to... Just shut up. Just shut up and dance. Shut up and dance. <laughs> so you went to your first Unter this weekend. I did. I did. I skipped Love Prism in order to keep myself fresh for Unter. I think you made the right choice. Well, no, because it didn't work. I like didn't. Every time I, I'm like, I'm staying in. I'm gonna be know, a good boy. Go, yeah. You don't sleep. You don't sleep. So what the fuck? <laughs> Might as well just go out and ruin your body. Um, but yes, yeah, so, uh, I went to my first Unter. Ben has been talking about it like this this mythical thing it's his favorite night of the month so i was like okay i'm gonna support my girl i want to see what all this fuss is about we're going to hunter but i i was ter- i was like truly scared i'm so scared it's really a, hardcore yeah <laughs> and like i i'm not a techno queen i famously need lyrics Same. i need a song with Same. words i don't think that's too much to ask please but, Apparently it is nowadays. <laughs> but it is, and I was just catching up on the app with you and Ben, and I like your point that, like, 
um, bops with words is a heady thing. Mm. And then techno is about like being in your body and like not knowing when things are going to start and then mm-hmm. you're just in it, which is famously hard for it's hard for me and for I can't a little neurotic like in that like space. us yeah yeah sometimes I need to know that I'm being guided uh-huh uh-huh but it was like okay so you you go in I guess it's a, in a different venue every month right. um this one was in Sugar Hill Supper Club or something which is oh that's a psycho. chicken restaurant <laughs> in Crown Heights um but it was like bar mitzvah vibes too because like there was carpeted floor there were all these like wood panel bars okay. and stuff. It was like China Chalet-ish. Yes. Um, which I love. Um, and it was just like so packed. You walk in and it's like a wall of heat hits you. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the bathrooms are all in the basement, which is like underneath all the speakers and stuff. So you're like in this crypt waiting to pee or whatever. And it's just like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So like, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and I can't, <laughs> Do you know what a dance marathon is? Yes. Okay. Like in like, like pen- they shoot horses, don't they, or kill more girls? Um. Or yes. Another reference. Right. 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 Or like Penn State thon, you just like dance and raise money. Right. But then there's also the thing where it's like, I feel like this is like a 1950s trope. Um, you, it's a contest, and like you find your partner, you st- the last one to st- be standing is the winner. Right. 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 Um. Very wholesome. And I was just, like, at this vaguely German, scary, all-night gay rave in Bushwick. And I was, like, <laughs> dissociating on the dance floor, like, dance marathon vibes. <laughs> like, who's going to be the last one standing? And uh, um, just to no response. Yeah, the girls love the, the, the girls love comedy in, in that scene. It was just, like, shirtless men. I was with Ben and Mark, and I was seeing, like, triple of people because one, I took those shroomies he gave me. Thanks. I felt zooby dooby. Um, (laughs) But like the lights were terrifying, like blue and red at the same time. So it's like, do I see? It's hell Are you five? Yeah. Are you five people? Um, But it was, it was fun for a moment. I did end up leaving at 2.45. Proud of you. Thank you. Uh, Ben did stay till 8 a.m. I had a Sunday brunch shift. I woke up at 6 a.m. This is kind oh. of what we usually do, actually. Yeah. It's this kind of ships in the wind thing. Yes, 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 yes. And as I was, like, windexing the restaurant tables mm-hmm. at 8 a.m., he was, like, sending me pictures of him leaving the club. <laughs> yeah. I just, God bless the boy. To be I don't know how he does it. I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to go out less. Same. And I'm trying to get serious about this little career of mine. <laughs> and I can't, like... Be so tired. I know. And then, like, try to go on stage in front of people, just, like, melt and stop making sense. I recently was like, you don't need to be at every single birthday party that you are invited yes. to. I am thrilled to be invited. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, so thankful. On the record, thank you for the invite. Truly. Uh-huh. But I, it's, they will be fine if I am not at three birthday parties in Brooklyn in yeah. the same night. They will be fine yeah. without me. And that's the thing. There's like, uh, there's one every weekend. In Honey, this little community. Especially Gemini season. None of you oh, can share. God forbid. Yeah. Gemini season is an onslaught. It's <laughs> June in New York. Oh, in this God. town. I have a, a of a group of friends, a friend group even, you could say. Wow. That's all Geminis across the board, like 10 people. So it's it's a bit of a death march from May 30th <laughs> to June 
idiot again, yeah. So, um, in terms of what you were just saying about, like, um, not being dead when you go on stage, mm. I'm curious about what your kind of journey has been because you're someone I love because when you're on stage, I always feel like when I've seen you, you open up in a beautiful way. Aww. Has it always been that way? Have you always been able to talk about, like, depression, medication, bottoming, etc.? <laughs> <laughs> kind of the three. Uh, That's yeah. kind of the holy trinity. The, the holy trinity. Um <laughs> I've been a proud bottom since since day one. No, I um it's been it's been a journey for sure. Um because I definitely when I first started, I was like out but not comfortable really? and about like talking about those those right. things, that lifestyle choice. And I started in like all the worst places. Like I That's so traumatizing. I can't believe I'm admitting this on a hot mic, but I <laughs> I enrolled in a Gotham Comedy Club stand-up class. <laughs> and boy, oh boy. Um, when was this? 2013? This like, was... What are we talking uh, about? 2015. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I, I graduated college 2014, bummed around in Jersey for a while, and then, and then I made the move. Um, and so that, like, if I had any shred of confidence or dignity that kind of <laughs> sapped it so I did like my my beginning was a lot of fits and starts of like going to creek in the cave um having oh, wow. panic attacks telling jokes that who knows if they're good or bad but just mostly silence um but I started doing and I just this was a different era it was a totally the, the things just looked very different uh-huh. I like the I had, scene was not the scene the scene was not the scene I was just not ready I was still getting like bad haircuts that were thirty dollars from um, old Russian men who you know God bless them but like asking me about my girlfriend and stuff and I just like yeah no there. yeah so uh, we had a we had a bit of a transformation it's just like I was, I think we all are familiar with the work of uh, The Artist's Way. And if you speak that language, I was a shadow artist, babe. I was like, I went to a ton of shows. I discovered Matt and Bowen. I discovered Josh and Aaron show, Mm -hmm. Fucking Identical Twins, which is like the best thing I've ever seen. Um, And I started going to like better mics, like Catherine Cohen and Luciana Randall had this mic called uh, Skaters Only. Whoa. Yeah. In Williamsburg, like back, back, back in the day. Whoa. When Lucy, like, couldn't drink yet. She was so young. I didn't know about this. Yeah. It was like, you know, I feel like it's in the annals of history. Truly. Thank you for telling me. I'm going to mark it down. Yeah. A lot lot of... Put, that is in the uh, the the Brooklyn comedy coffee table because how minxy, quite minxy, babe. Like just to see see the evolution. Yeah, and I would go there and be like so scared, but so in love with all these people, and like do like Paula Deen impressions, <laughs> like just Amazing. the worst. Just like honestly, now I like to think I take the the art of bottoming and bring it to an intellectual standpoint. <laughs> Back then, I was like. Literally talking about poop. Just, like, so, <laughs> so embarrassing. But I would, like, do a show, do a mic, and then take a good six months off, right? Yeah, just to kind of... Just to kind of stew, just to yeah. kind of <laughs> get the confidence back. And, yeah, I just started, like, I don't know. I, I was just, like, I need to do this. I would always think of 
my my notes app is just mm. you know a, a war zone, thousands and thousands of ideas. So I just started dipping my toes in, and um, yeah, no, I feel like I've only recently gotten to a point where I'm comfortable talking about depression and Zoloft, my my day one, my number one, my uh, my god, my goddess. Um, bottoming just like going there because that's you just get I just got to a point where I was like oh you have to actually tell the truth like make it funny but like that's why that's why I want to do it right like it's what we need you to do hear my motherfucking truth and it's like how do I talk about my problems and what I'm actually going through in a way that people will listen so like uh we'll turn this into a joke and we'll get some ears on it and you can feel people responding right more recently, yeah. yeah, I feel like I've I've hit a little a little sweet spot. Yeah, we're like I I felt it. I was like, okay, I'm listening. Yeah, go on. Yeah, because we need you. We kind of need. Ugh. And you're not. I don't think you're cynical. And I think like that's really what we need, especially in the new decade. Like yeah. we really just need someone who isn't trying to be um, bitter or preemptively self-aware. Right. Yeah. I'm try like. Because I definitely have that in me, right? But I'm making, I'm trying to make the effort to like, that's not really helpful to anyone. It's also not fun to like watch someone beat themselves up or beat the, or like go on stage and just like shit on the world. Like I have my notes on on the world. I have my gripes, but (laughs) we gotta, we gotta try to take it in a better way. We need like a good way forward. Um, I was talking to my therapist about my stand-up. He was enwrapped, uh, just <laughs> loving it. But I was like, I don't want to talk about daddy issues, boo-hoo. I want to talk about, like, okay, we got through the daddy issues. This is what it looks like yes. now. And um, what a treat, what a journey. Truly. Yeah. But but I will say, like, the big turning point, I think, is I started – a weekly open mic. Okay. You gotta, you gotta do it. It was either, you know, get a boyfriend or get get an open mic. And uh, one wasn't coming, so I started another. And I literally started it so that I would go to open mics because right. they're so, it's so hard emotionally. Yeah, and, but you can create one that isn't so brutal emotionally. Yeah, yeah. We try to keep it cute and loving. Yes. Um, some people have called it the most liberal mic in Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Which... Is saying something <laughs> right? The bar is high. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't claim that title. They were like very club club Manhattan type, so they were like, "Wow, you guys are not offensive. This is wild." Um, and and we we love them. We support them. But it's called Live Laugh Mike, and yes. that's like that's where I met Ben. That's wow. I like. Yeah, I didn't know him really before that. And that's every Sunday. Every Sunday at Bushwick Public House, babe. What time, babe? Come through at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. The only mic where love is on the lineup. That's, Honey. that's, that's the tagaloo. <laughs> and you host my current favorite show in New York, which is <laughs> The Minx. Yes. <laughs> You're so sweet. Where truly anything You're can so happen. Sweet. Yes, that's, that's the case. I mean... We know for sure we'll be descending stair- a staircase in uh, in faux fur, but other than that, <laughs> anything's on the table. It's just been great because like there's it's such an obvious theme, but then like the performers <laughs> that you've been lining up, they all it's just like a perfect little uh, 
moment. Yeah, yeah. We try we try to keep the lineup very minxy and and it's fun to like see what people bring to to that space because it's like such a crazy space. It's yeah. at the vault, which is like a little hidden gay bar, I feel like, off the beaten path. Yes. Um, wait, I do want to double back and say I host Live Laugh Mike with my lovely friends and co-host Jennifer Ellerbrock, my work wife, and Jordan Clippard. Clifford. Love. Jordan Clippard. <laughs> Clip, his, his Insta is clipboard. I just call people by their Instagram handles, well, and that's a sickness of the modern no, age. No, but you know what? A lot of people call you by yours, which I is know. Gay Burp. It's and I, gay burp. I definitely knew it long before I knew your name. <laughs> Full name. <laughs> I feel like I've created a monster in some ways. Where did that come from? <sighs> the story goes, I was at Macri Park watching RuPaul's Drag Race with a bunch of gays. like that rite of passage. Right, yeah. right, right. It was like when I was making an effort to be like, I need to be in this, in this RuPaul community. I don't watch anymore, but... God bless the queen and the queens. Um, <laughs> I don't have the attention span. But I was there and, like, <laughs> I was surrounded by, like, I'm a, I'm a short king, right? I'm 5'7", so I'm looking up at all these, these like, tall gay men um, who we all just, like, ran from our office jobs to Macri Park. And it smelled as if... <laughs> Everyone had like run to the bodega, gotten like a fucking Italian sub, <laughs> and was now chugging IPAs. And I was like, it's like a goddamn gay burp in here. And isn't that radical? You know, gays can burp too. <laughs> We're not all just, you know, squeaky clean little uh, farting out rainbows. We're, 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 we, we can be stinky men. And I think that's um, important for representation. <laughs> And now that I tell the story, I'm like, Mark, come up with something better. But that's um, no. But now it's it's on the it's on the record. Yeah, I had this thing um, at Love Prism on Friday where Mm. I was with people we know who are very tall, like above six foot. I'm five nine, Mm. and I kept being like, Are they being really mean to me, (laughs) or are they literally having a conversation that I just can't hear? And we don't meet up there. Like, what is it? I just feel like. I really do feel like I'm like waving my hands yeah. for attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, or, and when there's multiple of them, I'm like, they're gonna gangbang me. Yeah. They? Anytime <laughs> there's more than one tall person that I'm talking to, I'm like, you're all literally like looking down at me. Right. This is like a shot out of Dorn. The, the orgy is imminent at this point. Yes. I had that same experience. I went to Fire Island for the first time last summer. Wow. And like, I'm I was in a house with all these boys that I didn't really know, but they were like all model hot and yeah. six foot. So I would just like I had the time of my life just being around them because I would like and now they'll come to my shows, and so I'll be standing like in the middle of a circle of them looking up at them. Da 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 da. And it's just where the brain goes. I know. I feel like a ba- <laughs> I feel like a baby idiot. Sometimes. Like yeah, fucking tattoo. I'm baby on my forehead because <laughs> they bring it out in you. How was Fire Island? It was. It was really fun. Yeah, it was my first time. I felt like. I feel like there's this weird pressure to, like, go express your sexuality on Fire Island. Right. Like, it has to be this thing where you, like, hook up with everyone. No. And, yeah, so when you have that, but when you have that, like, expectation and you don't really, you don't really do it, I'll come out and say. <laughs> um, I made out, like, with a few friends, like, as a joke, but didn't get any real action to write home about. And, like, that's not the point. Like, the fun part was... 
being in the house with my new sisters and like cooking, cooking, dancing around in wigs. Like the house came with wigs. Of course. That's kind of, you have your towels, your toiletry, and and your wigs. So (laughs) we felt right at home. So that was really fun. Um, Yeah. I've had trips where I'm like, Look, I'm either on or I'm off. And yeah. some trips I am off, and I <laughs> wish I had saved myself the kind of inner struggle because right. it just was not going to happen. And sometimes you go to the underwear party. No, actually, I've never yeah. been to the underwear party and really? felt fine. Oh, yeah. I always have some sort of a minor meltdown. Yeah. Um, I felt or just poopy. total desensitization um, to right. the human race. But, yeah. you know. You know, you think you think you're the sexual being and then you go to the underwear party and you realize there's a back room where men are just uh f- fucking each other <laughs> uh sucking each other etc and and I took like a little frat lap if you will through the you gotta. through the back room and I was see like, the community see the community see what the fuck Say is hey. about hey yeah. guys good work yeah good <laughs> form um and yeah, I was just like, I can't really get into this. It's, yeah, and also that underwear party, that back room, it's connected to the main dance space, so they're playing the same music, uh-huh. which means to say, like, I went back there and they were playing, like, <laughs> MacArthur Park by by Donna Summer, and I was like... Mm, uh, you don't want to associate like we need, McCarthy... We need, yeah. this is the unter, this is where we kind of need that unter. Uns, uns, yeah. yeah. So you can just fully dissociate. No, but also you have, it's like so cruel. Uh, not cruel, it's just, na- it's nature. But like you'll see a guy you were flirting with earlier that day and then like mm. you see him like in the back room and it's like, oh, he doesn't want me. You yeah. know what I mean? You like have that like quick primal judgment. Yeah, because yeah. you can tell right away. Or you see him like on his knees and you're just like, I thought we had something. The other babe. thing is I feel like there's a gay comedian at every sex party in New York now, which uh-huh. I at first didn't like because I wanted anonymity. But now right. pa- I s- recently was with one at one of my – not one of my – okay, whatever. <laughs> at one that I've been to and I was like, oh, it's kind of good to have a sis. Yeah, I'm glad that that worked out for the two of you. you yeah. Guys, you had each other. I was so disoriented because yeah. I worked a brunch shift. I shouldn't know. It was too much human contact. Yeah, too much stimuli, dare I say. Yeah. <laughs> kind of provocatively, what, dare you say that. Uh, yeah. What is dick but a stimuli? What is what is brunch but stimuli? Thank you. Right? Thank you. Um, but uh, so we took a we took a detour from, from the minx. But yeah, yeah it's um, – what else? What else is there to say? But uh, you never know what you're gonna what you're gonna get. And <laughs> so the Minx is so at fun. the Vault once a month. It's a it's a monthly show at the Vault. It's in the basement. There it's a it's a dungeon like space. Uh, we say also and has been host to sex parties. Yes, yes. I went to a naked party there, and I that I actually credit that with bringing me out of my most recent depression. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because like also, I mean, I started taking Zoloft, but I was just like, you know, down and out. I was Ben and I went to the vault to um, have a business meeting with the manager to be like, okay, we want to do this show here. When can we do it? Let's you're going to be our daddy. Yeah, yeah. You're, you are daddy now. Um, shout out Troy, manager Love. of Rosemont and the vault. He's family at this point. <laughs> he, he knows my sisters. He is Uncle Troy. Um, so... Yeah, so we were there for, like, a business meeting. We had our laptops out, and then, like, 
um, there was like a hosted viewing of Drag Race. So the the queen who was hosting was like, are you guys doing your homework? So we had to put the laptops away. So we had our meeting, but then we started seeing all these men like filing into the basement. And this is like a Tuesday night. This is absolutely, mm, I think Thursday, okay. which is a little more acceptable. Okay, fine. Um, the Minx is famously on Tuesday, though. Class of all nights. <laughs> Um, so we saw these men filing into the basement and like talking to this guy with like a clipboard and I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And they're like, oh, it's a naked party. I don't know if Troy literally wants people to know this because like, don't call the cops on the naked party, but we'll, we'll figure it out in the edit. Um, but so I was just like so tickled immediately, like my stomach dropped because I'm such a little scared boy, but I was also like, I need to go down there. So started pounding drinks. Um, I kept being like, Ben, like, do you want to, like, I feel like you want to go down to the naked party. He's like, okay, we'll go. Like, you obviously <laughs> want to go. <laughs> so I drink a drink, get up the courage. We we meet our friend, our good friend Adam. We met uh, Leo friend, DiCaprio. Adam? Leo DiCaprio, yes. yeah. Cutest boy in Brooklyn, Truly. I call him. Um, Devastating. Devastating little... Little cherub, little mm-hmm. cherub minx. And he lives at the vault. He <laughs> he lives in the McKibben lofts above the vault. So, Outrageous. Yeah, so he's um, a mainstay at uh, at the minx. But that was, like, the first night that we met him. And I, like, never go up to boys. Like, I never make the first move. But I yeah. just was feeling myself that night. And I was like, hey, are you, going, are you here for the naked party? <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God, yeah. Just, like, immediately such a, such a nice cute boy and he was like I'm gonna go upstairs drop off my stuff and then we'll all go to the naked party together and ever since then we've been like little sisters <sighs> I went down there I felt like so giddy uh I was just like excited for the <laughs> first time in in months um and all it took was just a little bared flesh I went to an inferno there um, okay they did it there once mm-hmm. this summer and I too really um, I guess there's something about that space that it does work oddly because yeah. I, I who usually have anxiety in that sort of a party, but I still go to them a lot. Mm-hmm. I just felt like, okay, I don't have to think. I don't care. And yeah. I had the best time. And I too had a similar like something mm-hmm. kind of clicked back into place where I was like, okay, bitch, this is right. there's nothing to overthink here. There's nothing have to fun. overthink. We can have fun in this in this life. Yes. What a gift. And, and uh, like, this kind of reclamation of, like, um, top privilege of, like, I can just take whatever I want whenever I want it. Yeah. It was nice to get a glimpse of that. Does, is that to say that you topped that night? Um, no. But okay. uh, essentially I was just able to, like, not be in a people-pleasing. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that all bottoms are like that. I'm just saying I use bottoming as a prism yeah. for kind of a, you know um, – Codependent, attachment, personality, people-pleasing. I think you've hit the nail on the head. I'm always, like, I'm very, you know, reticent to um, pathologize Mm -hmm. bottoming. but because apparently it's a spectrum. Because it is a spectrum. I am, I do now identify as a bottom who would top for love. So, you know, anything's on the table. But, like, I also think, like, me opening up in that way was, like, also a big part of like oh yeah you don't just have to be like a vessel for people's pleasure yeah like you can get your own but like and that is also to say 
I love bottoming too. So it's not yes. like it's not like just for the other person, but there is a kind of mindset that's like, I'll please you at all costs, which is dangerous. And um, I think, yeah, whenever you like abandon yourself in that way, you're not. But you're not it, in a good it's space. tricky because I feel like it's a huge risk and. I just hate it because I know I have to, like, kind of push my own buttons to get past certain things, uh-huh. but I just never know when I'm going to get triggered and what's going to yeah. freak me out and what's right. going to shut me down. Uh-huh. It's very vulnerable. Like, you're giving up – I mean, yeah, you're giving up power, but it's also – it is empowering too, right? There's 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 also the mindset of, like, yeah, bitch, I am the site of this pleasure right now. Like, yes. I uh, – and, and that's – that's empowering. So it's not like, again, we don't want to stigmatize, no. you know, people get different things out of it. And like the world would be nothing without bottoms, I say it. They oh, make the please. world go round. If every man in the world experienced it, we would have peace. Oh, my goodness. We would have <clears throat> we would have um, an ability because it is an ego death. It Oh, yeah. At which I cannot always do that. But uh-uh. when I can get to that point of like, okay, I don't have a name anymore. Uh-huh. You know, like uh-huh. you're just yes. you're just like I'm not <laughs> yeah. fuck the name out of my brain. Yeah, it's like you want a boy to destroy this ego. That's what that's what we're looking for. And <laughs> our mutual friend who I was recently at that party with yes. was being really nice to me mm-hmm. and trying to like make conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not really like a human being right now. Yeah. I literally, I'm so out of it. I was like, I can't like be doing this. Yeah, just relate to you on a human level, which wor- that does worry me a bit. But I, <sighs> I guess those spaces are good. For me, because I do feel like actual intimacy or actual one-on-one is still way scarier. Totally. And I'd rather have some, I know how s- this, mm, mm. I shouldn't say that. We won't say it. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll take a turn. We'll I was a, a turn. But, No, I was about to, ugh, this is so dark, and I know this comes from a place of dark abuse shadow, uh-huh. sexual abuse stuff, but uh-huh. like, I just feel safer. When there's more people, I feel there's a yeah. little more accountability because uh-huh. I still fear, like, what people can get away with in intimacy. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. I'm going to move past that. Yeah, and that's honestly, I mean, it's not dark in a way that's, like, that's just your your experience. This is, okay. this is what you're, this is the place that you're at right now. And there's yeah. nothing shameful about that. But I am, I have decided, we're just gonna, well, it's my podcast. Yeah. I have decided, no, I haven't decided, I feel ready for love. Yes! (laughs) Yes, you are, and you deserve, like, you just have so much love to give, you know, and... I do. You do. Yes. God freaking damn it, you're just a little choochie love machine. So are you, you're a squish. I feel the same, yeah, I'm just, like, bursting out the seams with it, but, like, this life has, I don't want to say, this life has beaten me down. But, like, me too. you're just, like, at, at every turn, I feel like growing up um, closeted or growing up as, like, in, like, these very masculine spaces where, like, I went to an all-boys high school. I played Whoa. hockey all my life. Um, Whoa. I was kind of, like, socialized to be a man's man. And, like, you, at every turn, like, you have these instincts to love and be loved and be vulnerable and, like, be there for people. Um, 
and be like this caring soft thing but like at every turn you're kind of taught like no that's bad that's mm. if you if you act this way they'll find out you're gay like you 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 get punished i think like socially for yes. for being soft like even even your parents will do that with you know the best of intentions to be like you, this world like you got to be hard you got to protect yourself but like let me be the little soft boy that I am. So I feel like that's what I've just been working on, trying to get back to that, you know? And that's why you're the empathy king. That's what I'm trying to reclaim my throne as empathy king, babe. <laughs> <laughs> but Have you had boyfriends before? You know, it depends who you ask. Okay. Uh, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, like, like maybe half, half, of, half of a boyfriend one time. Same. Yeah. Um, Literally, like actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> extenuating circumstances. <laughs> they they moved away before, like, that could really develop into something deeper. But that was, like, my first New York uh, relationshipy type situation. Um, so you really are bursting at the seams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same where I'm like, okay, bitch. <laughs> Yes, I am. I'm like, where do I put all this? <laughs> like, what do I do with it? Because it's coming out of me. So, um, <laughs> if you want to call that neediness or emotional volatility, that's your prerogative. But that's not how I see it. Neediness is a construct of the patriarchy. So, yeah, deal with it. If you want a freaking love bug, come through. I'm just ready. I guess I felt like... On the Sunday before my solo show, Mm -hmm. I was just, like, so bombed out. And my immune system was shutting down. Yeah. You were such an angel, actually, about it. But I guess I just realized I was, like, oh, my body is basically telling me, like, this whole, like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to do it alone, uh, no matter what the cost, is, like, not happening. Yeah. And we're going to have to adjust to, like, a sustainability model Mm -hmm. of, like people supporting people yes. and not just me like doing it all I and my that. body was like what why aren't we like being happy and cuddly right now why yeah. are you like pushing yourself mm-hmm. and i was like oh if i could have some happy cuddliness then i'd be able to push myself do you, you know? feel like you were like isolating or because i feel like that's a big part of my <laughs> process of like panicking before a show every single time i'm like i need to be in my room alone and right. like panic and then pull it together and then go slay um do you feel like that was that was part of it actually no yes that's always been part of it what what came through this time is i was like oh the part of me that i wouldn't have allowed to feel lonely before was like okay i'm lonely yeah or like okay i've been in my room uh working all day now Uh it's time to like have humanity go be in the world yeah and like have love and like have someone while i'm panicking and isolating Mm -hmm. like keep me here right. and then I can be there for them too. Yeah. And I, but I love that you said like this, this process of art making, um, and like looking inward and, and perform, putting up this amazing show, um, showed you that like you are ready for love and you like need that to sustain this work. Like there's such, um, I feel like a mindset of like, I can, I'm an, a lonely artist and I can do yes. it on my own and, like, I'm weak if I, um, you know, need other people or, like, burden them yes. with my process or whatever. But, like, 
you realize like, oh, if I find someone who actually loves me and can show up for me, that's a good thing. Like that, that will only uh, improve the work and imp- improve your experience of yes. making it and not like break you down so much. Enough. Yeah. yeah. I, I just don't um, – I should not do this alone Mm-mm. again. This is like – You don't need to. It's a lot. You honey. don't need to. Thank <laughs> you. And yeah. I have my duties. I you have, have my girls. Duties, yeah. like, I was able to text you, so thank you. Yeah. No, that was great when you – when you ran over oh, whatever yeah. morning that was before. Yeah, the Friday before the show. Yeah, that was. That really was my, lovely. you were my contact for the day. You were uh, my, my, I saw you twice. Yeah. <laughs> Again, treat, a treat on a treat. <laughs> and that's when we discovered, that's when Ben kind of exposed us to Caroline Polachek in a yeah, real way. Yeah, who also got me through the show. Caroline yeah. Polachek. Yeah. Yeah. So hot. You're hurting my feelings. She's. She is kind of everything. Because yeah. she's one who's just like, she's really weird. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't describe someone as weird because I think that's such a, like, twee mm. uh, 2010s term. Yeah, 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 But, like, she's a weirdo, right. first of all. And her, she's obviously very sentimental. And, uh-huh. like, she's, like, you can tell she's burdened by an almost cheesy level of emotionality. Yes. And she's, like, I'm going to fucking broadcast this yeah. and wear it as a badge of honor. Oh, that's so it's so um inspiring. But that's also like I find in myself like um bristling a little bit. Yes. Like when I saw that emotionality and like the the I would say outright corny um <laughs> uh, like set direct like uh art direction in her in her videos and her album art. I'm like, oh God, like what is this like kind of like shitty fantasies color you know what I mean it's like a fantasy novel thing um but I find it in myself being like oh no that's like corny that's not cool we can't like that and then you like you know drop your put down the sword drop down the armor a little bit (laughs) and you're like no this is like a person just like being unapologetically themselves and we need to celebrate and she's an empathy queen yeah and I need to look to her as, as a guidance. Like when she's fucking like strutting around in that cave in her cowboy boots. In hell, yeah. yeah in, in that cave in hell. I'm like, yeah, no, I want to do that too, obviously. <laughs> well, when it when that album came out, Pat Riley, previous luminary, was like, mm. I'm just letting you know. Um, there's a vague nautical theme. And I was like, okay. Yes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's huge for me right now. Um yeah, we're getting on this ship. And, like, what's gay? I think there's nothing gayer than a nautical theme. Oh, Boats that, are so uh, gay. Can I just tell you? The theme... Okay, I actually kind of hate Love Prism, even though I go every month. <laughs> uh, Ty Sunderland will be fine. Don't uh-huh. worry. I'm, the Luminaries is not going to, like, he, li- he's literally... cancelable. Yeah. What would any gay person the do on theme, the theme... Every month is a different color, which I'm just like, that's the theme. Dude, it was orange when I went. What was that about? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, that's homophobic. Okay. Pumpkin vibes. Absolutely the last homophobic. one was navy. I am okay. so obtuse. It did not occur to me once that people would be like, oh, the navy. Uh-huh. So I just wore a blue shirt. Everyone was in fucking like... Tom of Finland, no. you know, little Scandinavian boys on boats, That's which was so great. horny. Yeah, it was horny, but it was also a little. Um, at some point, it all started to look the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just upset now because I have an amazing cropped uh, navy themed T-shirt. Oh. 
<sighs> that I could have worn, but you know what? There's always another party. Hey, babe, you look for Hunter. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. The jersey? Yeah. Some the shorts? The jersey. You're playing with a different angle than what we're used to. Yeah. Uh, queering, queering a jersey, I feel like, is an important part of uh, <laughs> my journey. <laughs> <laughs> when did you discover the artist's way? Um, definitely like deep in, deep in the depression, you, I would say like a year ago and I yeah. still haven't finished it. Oh yeah. No. But like even reading the intro, intro was like, this is a salve to my soul. Like I felt super seen by it. Um, and yeah, I don't, I, I, I do want to get back to it. I don't know. I feel like the artist date thing is just like, will I ever do that? I know. Sometimes those have to just happen when they're happening and yeah. you don't even realize it's happening. And right. that's when you just enjoy it. Yeah, I think, yeah, organically is the best way. But then if you don't push it, like, maybe you'll go months without dating yourself, God forbid, taking yourself to the Met, etc. Maybe I should go to, like, a Korean spa after therapy. Yeah, okay. I think you should. <laughs> I think you absolutely should. I think... <laughs> A sauna is, like, almost never a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a part of the... I've never been to, like, a, like in Flushing, you mean? Or? No, like, on 33rd Street. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You just... You gotta be careful. You just gotta go to a nice place. I went... I got a... When I worked in my office, the old, like, production company that I was at, for Secret Santa, I got, like, a massage gift card for some someplace on, like, 33rd Street, and I put my face in the hole, and it... Just smelled like spit, like saliva, and couldn't relax one bit. I was scared that I was going to get jerked off the whole time, too, so. Yeah. That's another one where you're yeah. like, sometimes you're off, sometimes you're on. Uh -huh. And you cannot cross over. Please don't jerk me off. If you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Putting Please. that out to the universe. Yeah. And... <laughs> while we're on that topic um, so I know you're producing a, po a major podcast right now major yes the Minx uh huh I guess I'm wondering like what you would like as as the next years come in yeah to be doing thank you for asking um yeah I've been thinking about this um I want to do God forbid, a one-man show, but it's going to, like, more like a, a play, I guess, with just yes. me. Um, kind of taking, because right now I am, like, loving stand-up, and I feel like I'm hitting a stride. I'm yes, having you are. fun. Thank you. Um, but, like, I've always wanted to be a writer, and I, I realize that, like, stand-up can't always... I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're, like, good enough and brave enough to, like, push the boundaries, but I can't always, like, hold the more, like, serious sentimental ideas that I want to uh, delve into. So I want to do, like, a one... I don't know if it's a one-act play or one one-person play, but just um, kind of delving into depression and grinder addiction, babe. I want to go there. Um, and, I love it. Yeah, get that out. Um, and so, I could see it. There's so many ways you could do it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm trying to work out like the multimedia, like how do you show what's going on on a phone on stage? A part of me, I mean, we can talk offline. Yeah. But a part of me feels like you know so many 
There are so many people you could have, like, voice thoughts. I know. That's what I was thinking, too. And, like, it would be really fun. It'd be really fun to get, like, the our friend who was at the sex party with the uh, hand. Oh. <laughs> Daddy uh, doing some voices. Yeah, right. so, so I... Yeah, I'm interested, and I want, I'm putting that out there, so I have to do it now. And then every—this will be my th- fourth year of doing the AIDS walk, and mm. for the last two years I've done, like, a show that um, fundraises for it. Club Coming one was packed. Club Coming one was packed Um You wore a gorgeous kind of— uh, Adidas tracksuit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Um, that was, you were so different already back then. That was in June. I feel like... No, that was in May. Yeah. I feel like we were different people. Yeah, I think so too. I still had frosted tips for my bleached hair phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, was still, still coming into my own. Um, but I want to go in like a different direction. I don't know. I want to do a like a telethon type thing that I host. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> a scripted telethon that raises money for the AIDS walk, and it's just like so absurd, uh, kooky looky, and just get like a bunch of friends. I love to, that. yeah, right? Doesn't that sound fun? I could actually see it on the mink stage just because it's so yeah. like, horizontal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, love. So, look out for that <laughs> again. Now that I'm saying this on the record, I have to do it. Um, yeah, and just like just doing. Doing more stand-up, just getting those reppies in, um, trying to do, just trying to do more shows and uh, riding that wave. While, <laughs> while the Zoloft is working, let's go because, <laughs> you know, when you're feeling, like, depressed, it's just so hard to get I know on stage. I um, know. But right it's now, really hard, great. yeah, that swimming upstream feeling mm-hmm. and just having to be like, okay, eventually I'll be feeling like the momentum again and yeah. then I can go into attack mode. I know. Right. And then you have I to hate go for having it. to like not force it because mm-hmm. I'm like, I should be yeah, getting shit rolling. You and, know? and like not putting yourself on a guilt trip for, for taking the time to be like, this is, yeah, this is how I feel right now and it's not yeah. productive to beat yourself up. But. Which is why it's good to do like a fun show with a friend. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I won't say what's happening, but something good is hap- like a similarly to the Minx where I'm like, I'm doing this with my favorite person and I just want it to be fun. Oh, cool. You know, so You're when it's official, that? I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, sorry. That sounded, this is really stupid. It's literally like a nothing, nothing, but. No, it was just something fun happening. Yes. It's nice to have something fun and do do stuff with your friends. And yeah, um, yeah. I'm so like, Ben just tickles me so. I know. He's, he just, uh, he's an original. He's an original boy. He, like, I need I've, to do. It's kind of a perfect little fit. Uh-huh. Kind of one picks up where the other leaves off. Right, right, yeah. right. He's uh, if if we're going with the the cat and the dog um, breakdown, like he's he's the cool cool mysterious cat, and I'm just <laughs> I'm the golden retriever who's gonna. Oh really? Stop. I would have thought it was the opposite. Do you think it's the other way? You think I'm a cat? In some ways. Speak but on, in other ways, you are that. a squish. <laughs> I just think um, he can also be kind of like the mysterious, like, sphinx twink. Uh-huh. And um, at which makes him... Well, wait, that makes him a cat. That sorry, makes him sorry, a sorry. cat, yeah. He can be a dog in that he's, like, 
um, extremely gregarious, like mm. go all night, throw him anywhere, and he'll work. That's and sometimes true. you're like kind of uh, a bearer of like a, an ancient wisdom. Ah! And sometimes I'm like, oh, Mark has seen things. You know, he has that kind of cat's kind of quiet uh, oh awareness. God. But then other I times Ben can be this kind of sphinx mm-hmm. and you are a squish. So I'm yeah, like, you can kind of have that duality. We that do. Compliments. Yeah, we do it. We do it both. When we saw Little Women and you said that um, Timothy Chalamet is like, he's seen it all and has an ancient wisdom. I was so jealous that you said that about it. <laughs> I was like, I want to have ancient wisdom. <laughs> I feel like I'm new here on this earth, but also I've seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He's at the end of many lives. Mm-hmm. I, I might be like 60. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's hard to say. I'm, I've lived many lives. You have too. ancient wisdom. Absolutely. But I don't know how to use it. I just don't know what it was. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I think I'm closer. I don't know. Have you done past life regression stuff? A little bit. Yeah. Done a Brian Weiss Javits Center moment. You know, I've read, read the book. Okay. But no, how I do don't you? know what that means really. Okay. It's, okay. It's not interesting. Um, I haven't, but I listened to like Mike Kelton's podcast. Right. So that's like, who it is, Brian Weiss. Okay. That's who wrote that book. Okay, so have you gone to them, or you tried to do it on your own? I went to, like, a convention once, <laughs> and I have seen things, and I've you done the tongues. mirror meditation where I've, like, seen past selves. I'm just not really sure what it adds to. I know that I'm, I've am i lived many. Uh-huh. I know that I was a slave in the past. Um, and it could have been—I'm not saying, like, it could literally have been, like, a Mesopotamian slave. Okay. I just know that I was, like, okay. bound. Yes. Sorry, sorry. No, no, okay. no. Okay. Conflict is not— Abuse. Conflict is not abuse. Are we okay? Okay. Um, and let's say maybe in Israel, maybe your people. Like, yeah, maybe who in knows? Egypt. In a past life. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was such a curveball. PC butthole just clenched. So I know, I know. Um, that's interesting, though. And I do think Melissa Stokowski and I mm, were. You said this. Yeah, that we were Polish mm-hmm. aristocracy and that we were married and that I was the wife and that she was the closeted gay man. I love that. Besides that, we're still kind of parts. But de- I definitely know that I'm an ancient one. I definitely know that I yes. have like been here. I I know that too. The things that come out of your mouth, like just, <laughs> no, it's great. You just always surprise me and tickle me too. I'm just like this boy. Where is this knowledge? Where does it come from? What is the source? <laughs> Like, have you studied? So, have you just hit the? But box? I don't have the stillness of an ancient one. You know, I think Timothy has stillness. Right. I'm still like scared to be. <laughs> me, me too. Yeah. Oh, what? But that's why we keep getting sent back. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, till we can chill. Just chill. <laughs> one day, maybe. I've been having this thing, and this is gonna sound psycho, and it might be mental illness. But like, <laughs> when I when I have like a big day of like out and about. Interacting with folks, being uh, kind of public-facing. Yeah, seeing the constituents. Seeing the constituents, kissing the babies. Um, I'll come home, and I'll look in my mirror in my bedroom, and I'll be alone at night, and I'll look at myself in this one mirror. It's this one mirror. And I'm just like, who are (laughs) you? And And I feel like the person looking back is like, not me, and I get like shy in front of them. I'm like, wow. What is... I guess I, I like, zoom out and I'm like, what are humans? What are we doing here? What's going on? So do you think that the you that's looking in the mirror is, like, some intrinsic lost you? Or is it the outside you? Like, who are are we newly discovering? It doesn't – 
it feels less like a discovery and more like I'm a mystery to myself. Totally. You know? But aren't we all? Totally. Like, I just feel like... That's amazing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are we doing here and no one talks about... That's what my, my one shroom trip that was, like, intense and kind of bad brought to the forefront of, like, yeah, no, you've been always been thinking, like, wait, what are we doing here? No one... We're all just, like, making this shit up as we go, and no one talks about it. Like, mom and dad are just going to work, but... What? No one has an answer. (laughs) Okay, I guess I'll just live my life, take some Zoloft, and uh, work through it. No, I've had that a lot with mushrooms and with pot. On Christmas, I did mushrooms with Amanda Duarte, and I remember I got home, and I was like, where have I been the last few weeks? Like, Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like... Did I go somewhere? Like, my <laughs> consciousness, I can feel it just being like, um, I'll be back. I'm not sure when. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you got this, like, hold down the fort. Autopilot works, right? And then I'll, like, like have this moment where I've been like, what's, um, where am I? <laughs> and sometimes I with pot, that. I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, is this what I look like? And often yeah. it's good because I think, like, there's so much, like, emotional bacteria and schmutz that clogs mm. up my vision of how I look. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really, that's usually when I'm posting on my close friends filter is if I've had a little weed because I'm like, okay. this is what I look like? Right. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's like, this is the body I got tossed into today? Yes. Okay, like, and, we'll work with this. And do you like it or are you just like kind of blown, like, just like I'm just again? like, it's, I just don't wake up feeling like myself Uh and I understand it takes time for that download to occur but it is exciting with a psychedelic influence to Mm -hmm. like be realigned with not reality because it's not reality but to be realigned with some semblance of like either total dissonance of being like well none of this is real like Uh who even am I looking at or being like oh this is me like right right yeah, just it's, it's having tricky. some sort of reacquaintance with self. But there, you're right. There is that risk of, and you have to deal with that when that comes of being like, what? Like, Maybe no, no one. Knows. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a little spooky, but also it can be liberating too. Just to be like, okay, no one knows what the these rules are all made up. Like, let's right. just do do what you please. Right. Um, that's freeing. I don't know. I do want to have an ego dissolving. Uh, shrooms trip but when I took a little bit at Unter I felt I mean it was a horrible setting and I felt like I hadn't eaten that much today that day I was just like not right physically great so it made me kind of like dizzy nauseous and, and stuff so that made me a little scared to like go deep again but I feel like I need to yeah and I think when you do there will be like Watercolors, uh-huh. Caroline Polachek, oh, maybe yeah. a candle. A door to a door to a to door. A door. <laughs> you know, maybe some plants. If you uh-huh. Know. Yeah. You know, just kind of those things that might uh, change the equation. Yes, you. curating a space. Not a hardcore kind of <laughs> dungeon hell world. Yeah, a psychic slap in the face <laughs> over and over and over again. Um, where can people follow you? People can 
Absolutely follow me on Insta. Please. Um, it's at Gay Burp. You know that it is. And Twitter, it's Gay underscore Burp. Oh, my God. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> well, someone someone already beat me to the punch on Twitter. but um, oh God, it's probably some Saudi Arabian bot or something. <laughs> probably, like, <laughs> two random English words um, generated. Yeah, but please, please come through. I love a DM slide. I'm old-fashioned that way. And, uh, yeah. Um, I love you. I love you. Thank you for being like, here. Let's do this again. Let's please. <laughs> let's just, I want to take the day. I want to clear out this guy and kind of go to a live, K-spa. Live here with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, we need to do something soon that's, um. Beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, it always is, but our, our upstate trip has been, uh, postponed. So. Postponed. We'll have to do something canceled. cute. Yeah. Okay. I love you. Love you, babe. If you enjoyed this episode of The Luminaries, let me know. Give me a five-star rating on iTunes. Write a glowing encomium. Share it on your Instagram stories. Email it to your Aunt Joan. And help make this series bigger and better with every episode. Thank you for listening, and let's grow together. See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.